Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. I'm joined by Dan Innes and Nicole Dines. Um, Nicole, let's let's start with you. What were some of the key kind of themes you were watching over the headlines this week? Well, Real Asset Media held a briefing in person as well as online on logistics. And we all know logistics had an amazing run in the last few years. But the news is that it looks set to continue despite all the new headwinds and geopolitical issues that we, we know about. According to Sabo's figures, in 2021, take-up reached 40 million square meters in Europe, which is a record. And also investment volumes set a new high of 62 billion euros. But the good news is that this year in the Q1, they reached a new record as well, the first three months of the year in which 10 million square meters of leases were signed. The reason is that there's a more diverse range of occupiers. So the Amazon factor was no longer there. In the last two years, the world's largest um, you know, online retailer accounted for 25% of all take-up in Europe. Uh, this quarter, uh, it was only 3%. So sort of Amazon is sort of almost out of the picture, but yet it reached a new record in Q1, which means um, that there are a lot of other people, other occupiers there keen to take up space, which is obviously very healthy, uh, healthy for the market. And the vacancy rates are at record lows, 3.3% in continental Europe and 2.8% in the UK. And they're trending downwards, according to Savills. Obviously, the headwinds, you know, inflation, interest rates, supply chain issues. But Kevin Mofid of Savills pointed out that even these you know, can have a silver lining for the logistics sector because for a start, uh, these challenges have the potential to depress the level of development as you would expect in the sector given the demand, which would obviously have a beneficial effect keeping rents very high. And he thinks that even current um, uh, forecasts of rent increases are way undervalue the market, that rents will keep on rising a lot more than expected. And uh, online retail, of course, continues to be the main driving force behind the success of logistics. And uh, the forecasts were that Western Europe would reach 25% total retail sales by 2025. Now, according to Savills, that might be pushed back a, a bit to 2026, 2027, because of the headwinds we were mentioning, but they would definitely get there because the trend is up. And also, apart from online retail, the trend for onshoring um, and rising inventory levels, that's also a real positive for logistics because it creates additional demand. So a few problems on the horizon, but definitely still a, very much a success story. Another two stories, you know, I always try to, you know, keep an eye on on ESG matters. There's a really interesting story from from the UK from a London-based company called Satellite View, which is an infrared imaging specialist. And it's going to send satellites into space to gather data. It's signed up two deals, one with Elon Musk with SpaceX to gather this data, which is then going to give to Landmark Information Group, which is a, a leading provider of data to, to the UK land and property sector. So the companies will have real data on what their missions are of, from these thermal images and, um, and we'll be able to, to make informed decisions on how to deal with emissions. Obviously, the objective is to, is to dramatically reduce emissions, but based on data, we've often said how important data are in the whole G ESG picture. So this is a significant step forward and a sort of real innovation. On another sort of positive story for, for the environment is KGAL, which has been very active in, in Italy already in the solar parks sector, has just been given the green light for three more large-scale projects in Lazio and Sicily, bringing the total capacity for the company in Italy to over 1.2 gigawatts. And Italy, they say it's a great market because electricity prices are higher than in the rest of Europe. 
so there's um, a great demand. Also, there's obviously there's a lot of sun, a lot of so um, that is uh, radiation is is optimal. And also, more recently, the government um, is giving real incentives. They want to generate more green energy, and uh, the target is to go from current 20% to 30% of total energy production being green by 2030. So the KGAL said that um, as well as being a potentially great market it's also make it a lot easier for investors like them because approval procedures have become much simpler and faster that focus on the the energy side is really interesting quite a bit of news around that um there was some news also from asr real estate in terms of investing in the energy transition and and we'll also be having a couple of sessions at Pravada this week focused on ESG so it'll be interesting to track that but I saw also Inca investing 190 million in renewable energy in Poland BlackRock committing 200 million to UK-wide green energy storage. I noticed as well on terms of the logistics side, interesting research came out this week as well from CBRE, just saying that occupiers in the logistics space are now more willing to pay a green premium when looking at new facilities. Um, around two thirds of those surveyed said they would pay a rent premium facilities uh, with a green certificate. Um, so interesting to see that. And I thought as well, the the, the discussion around particularly the, the pricing and the yield there um, in terms of the investment capital market side for logistics was interesting with ongoing negotiation at the moment and, and a transition in terms of pricing because of the, the sort of increase in interest rates and, and the comparative risk premium there. But interestingly, also to see Panatoni expanding with a debut into Sweden with seven sites for 300 million. So lots of activity in, in both of those markets. Um, and what have you been following? Well, there's been lots of activity, like you say, Richard. The famous Camden Market in London has been put up for sale. Israeli billionaire Teddy Saggy hopes to get bids of around £1.5 billion. And that's for that endless warren of stalls, bars, venues and housing that make up that really sort of seminal, historic, sort of countercultural venue uh, in, North, in North London. Then following on from that monumental student roost acquisition last week, the chief exec of uh, Greystar, he shrugged off worries about Britain's economy after signing that one of the biggest property deals in UK history, uh, and certainly one of the biggest since uh, the start of the coronavirus pa- pandemic. Bob Faith, he predicted that the company is going to expand more into the UK after that deal. Um, and that was with uh, the uh, Singaporean sovereign wealth fund GIC. Elsewhere in the market, when you know we're seeing so many joint ventures and collaborations at the moment, um, a pretty significant one is Milligan. Uh, they've joined forces with Urban Splash to find UK regeneration projects that are going to benefit from their combined expertise. On the sustainability front, Invesco has targeted a billion euros for its first European real estate debt fund in that sector. And unlike most private debt funds, the strategy is going to be open-ended to provide greater liquidity to investors. But that fund's going to sort of prioritise lending on sustainable assets and borrowers business plans are going to need to demonstrate a real focus on sustainability, whilst the development loans are going to focus on assets that meet a real kind of best-in-class set of principles from that that team. Um, That fund already completed its first transaction. They provided a senior loan facility to finance a pipeline of six French and Spanish logistics facilities, which are already pre-let to an online retailer. Um, But that ESG focus uh, is, is really sort of coming to the fore once again. 
And then last but not least, uh, it was the week of the Property Week Property Awards at Grosvenor House. There was a great turnout there and that some of the winners included Acre Capital Real Estate in the Regional Agency of the Year category and Fabrics also won the coveted Developer of the Year uh, Award. They're the property investor and developer helping sort of in a, in a more of a sustainable space. And um, in the past, we've also talked about some of their really sort of iconic projects they've got on the go at the moment, like Roots in the Sky. Really interesting, I, I think, to see some of some of that activity. Um, you mentioned there the the residential side as well, um, and I noticed that Anne Kavanagh, recently, of course, Chief Investment Officer at, at Patrizia, has been named Chief Executive Officer, effective twenty fifth of July, at Telford Homes, which of course was bought by Trammell Crow at the end of two thousand and nineteen. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not that's going to be a, a significant expansion, both in terms of the UK but also across Europe, um, just as Trammell Crow has done in the logistics. Sector. Thank you, Dan. Um, Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the Week in Real Assets. 